And for the next hour, we will be talking all things sports here on the Plains and around the globe. And of course, our picks for the week. I hope you all enjoy the show and let's get right into it. All right, what is up, everyone? It is 9 o'clock on a Monday, meaning we are back with another episode of Tough Scenes. I'm your host, Egan Shankleton. I'm here with Riley. And so this week, I'm not going to lie, there wasn't a lot of live sports that me and Riley were too interested in. It wasn't a very busy week, but we have enough to talk about, which is all that matters because I, I'm just going to tell you this much. If I wake up and it's not a Monday, I go back to bed. I hibernate from Monday to the next Monday because all I want to do is this radio show and talk to you guys. So we're extremely excited. And so today we're going to start off with NBA talk. Uh, so the Nets are actually unbelievable right now, opposed to what everyone expected. The Lakers without AD are struggling um, and then last week we had a little rematch of the finals with the Lakers and Heat game. And so we're going to cover that for the first 15 minutes. And so, yeah. Yeah, um, it was a pretty, like, chill weekend in sports. There wasn't really much going on that I was, like I said, interested in. Um, the NBA, I mean, yeah, the Nets are they're hot right now. The Nets are very hot right now they without are, Kevin Durant. They went on a Western Conference winning streak this week, beating all the good teams pretty much. Yeah, they beat – okay, so they start off with the Warriors, which, I mean, they're not, like, opposed to what everyone – like, the I guess, what everyone thinks. Like, they're actually pretty good. Yeah, I mean, they still have Steph Curry. Yeah, they still have Steph Curry, which is still so, a top-five player in the NBA. Yeah, he's – and so they beat the so Warriors, they beat the Kings, which at times can be good. They beat the Suns, who are actually pretty good this year. They beat the Clippers, and then they beat the Lakers. Without Kevin Durant, too. Yeah, every all of I them without his, Kevin Durant. I think that's the Nets' best player. Also, Kevin Durant has not been playing, and he's now plus 800 in the MVP odds, which puts him at, like, fifth, but he's not playing, which I don't know how that happens. Uh, how can you be MVP and you're not playing? I don't really know how the... I don't know how the like he's moving up in the okay for people at home. There's like the, in the MVP odds, he's plus eight hundred, which puts him at five. Which somehow he's moving. He was at like seven or eight last week. Somehow he's moving up the MVP list without playing. He's just that good. I think yeah. yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I think he's just that good. I don't I, know. I think he might That's be the ridiculous. only. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I, I did it, not know that. I, that. I don't know how that can. <laughs> yeah, but and also. James Harden is still, like, amazing. Yeah, I, I saw on NBA.com today that him and uh, Damian Lillard were uh, named Players of the Week, which... Shout out James Harden and Damian Lillard for the February... What what week is it? Oh. Week of, like, Dude, February. I'm not dates and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I guess it would it's be, like, like Valentine's Day now. to, like, the 21st. It's not the 12th now. It's 22nd, it's the 22nd. actually. Yeah. Numbers are confusing. We are not yeah. math majors, by the way. I'm in finance, so that's uh, math. I don't know how you're doing, then. I'm doing amazing. <laughs> oh. Um, but uh, also the Lakers are doing really bad right now. They don't. They're they're without Anthony Davis and LeBron. I think is he said they're even himself said that they're struggling without Anthony Davis, and he has to figure out what he can do more to help the Lakers. Which I don't think he really need. Like he's been playing the, for 17 years. Like you know what you have to do to win. Like, yeah, it's all. It, I think that's all really for a narrative or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, like I mean, I think if LeBron wanted to, he could win like probably any game he played in. Uh it depends. Was he drinking 
was he drinking wine the night before? Like, I don't know, man. He well, he drinks wine like every day. He's a wine guy. Yeah, I don't know. That's I, his thing. I'm not the biggest LeBron fan, but I respect I respect that he's good. But I don't think he could carry the Lakers by himself anymore. Like, I don't think he's yeah. Like, I don't think so. I don't think LeBron. he. I don't think he like wants to carry the team by himself. Yeah, no. I mean, I wouldn't either. Imagine, yeah. imagine. I don't. This is what you said his 17th year in the NBA. Something like that. 17. It, something 16, ridiculous, 17. and he's still at you know the highest level. And yeah, he's still I, the best player. You know, I'd want to take. I would. I would. I would want to take the two role in the team. You know, let let Anthony Davis do his thing. But I yeah, mean, but yeah, he is. Hurt. He's got too much of an ego to be a number two guy. Yeah, it's I know. LeBron I mean, James. Yeah, he's, he, he's like me, 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 me. It's LeBron. LeBron. I mean, he does do a lot of great stuff, but I don't think anyone can really argue that LeBron is kind of a me guy. Yeah, I mean, a lot of basketball players, just overall, like in all times, like all yeah. eras of basketball, there's always been me guys. You know, it's a, yeah, it's a team sport, but at the same time, it's kind of an individual sport. In so a way, basically, when you're that yeah, good, when it really that is. I mean, especially like well, when you're good enough to be able to make a difference, like LeBron. Like LeBron took like in the 2009 or 2010 when he went to the finals with the Cavs. Like his like the second best player was like Zydrunas Zydrunas Yeah, like Big Z, like the guy from like Russia that like didn't speak English but was like tall. Was his name Anderson Verzhov? Yeah, he was on that team too. But that was like he was probably like the third best player. Who who beat him that year? Um, Spurs thing. Yeah, that was like I thought it was 2007. Oh yeah, that might have been way yeah, longer. Yeah, definitely. T- yeah, we we swept y'all. I'm a Spurs fan, by the way. I was. Yeah. I lived in San Antonio for. A few but years. I mean, he was like 25 years old and took like no one to the finals, which is kind of amazing. I don't know how he did that. I just got. But I, yeah, now he's just too old. I just got a text from uh, from one of our friends back home, Bailey, huge Hawks fan. He said uh, we should talk about Trey Young and Clint Capella. Nothing really to talk about there right now. Um, didn't really do that. Yeah, Trey Young. Is balding at like 24, we, which is we do a not judge that. horrible okay, sight to not, see. We do not judge that. Uh, I'm judging him. Um, and the Hawks are bad, so that's about all they get to hear. Sorry, yeah. Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Oh, well, not really moving on. Let's talk about the the finals rematch. The Heat, Lakers, Heat, Lakers, Heat. Yeah, Heat the, ended up winning that game. Yeah, they were up by like a million at one point, and the Lakers yeah. did come back. Good, good for them. But uh. Caruso, I, I'm pretty. I, I didn't get to really watch the f- ending of the game, which is like the best part of the game. Yeah. which is unfortunate. But so the final score was 96 to 94. Um, Heat won. Jimmy Butler ended up with 24 points. Kendrick Nunn, who was that? Had 27 <laughs> points. Yeah, he le- didn't he lead the game? Wasn't he the yeah he leading the- score? Um, Bam Adebayo was 16. Kuzma, so Kuzma had 23. The usual suspects over there, and then yeah, LeBron. Played 37 minutes, so he only sat on the bench for like 11 minutes, which is kind of absurd. And then when he he almost had a triple double, yeah, 19.99. Yeah, you gotta you gotta score more than 19 points. Yeah, if you're LeBron, but I mean, I mean, he did get nine rebounds and nine assists, but you gotta score more than 19. I feel like other than LeBron, it was probably a big bench game, you know, just getting rotation and and then yeah, Kuzma. Got 23, Marcus Gasol, 24 minutes, 6 points. Great contribution there. Thank you, Mark. Come again. Um, KCP, 35 points. I mean, 35 minutes, 11 points. Again, great contribution there. Played almost the whole game and only scored 11 points. Thank you. Come again. Um, and Montrez Harrell scored 18. So, yeah, no one really did anything on the, on the Lakers. But... Um, I think a lot of us were hoping that when this game was, when the schedule was released at the beginning of the year, uh, 
they were like hyping up this game a lot to see if it would be another finals rematch. But the Heat are just not that good anymore. Yeah. Or they're just not the they team. They just had they just caught year. the injury bug, the COVID bug, really early. And yeah, they don't have that edge to them, that grit that they had in the playoffs last year in the bubble. And uh, what are they like, thirteen and seventeen now? So I don't want to be wrong, but there's something wrong along those lines, well below five hundred. Yeah, yeah, they're thirteen and seventeen. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I feel like I I don't want to say they were just like kind of a flash in the pan team last year because I think they have a lot of potential, but yeah, I, I think I, so I really too. just think it's the COVID and injury bug, which happens. Which happens to everyone. I really like Jimmy Butler and I Me really too. like Bam Adebayo. Uh I don't I still don't know who Kendrick Nunn is, but I'll I'll do I'll do my <laughs> I'll research. Do some research. Uh and figure out who he is. Actually, you know what? I got my computer here. We'll look him up now. Kendrick Nunn, American basketball player. Apparently apparently the Heat are I mean, this is a good start to getting back on track for the Heat, you know, coming yeah. being the being know, a team that champs. beat him, yeah. Um I mean the Lakers also have the injury bug right now, but I I yeah. think they'll be well. Yeah, well they don't. Fine. They didn't have like, Schroeder. They didn't have uh, Schroeder either that game. So, I think they'll be fine by the playoffs, though. I really. Oh yeah, for I, sure. I think I think they don't have to worry about the Heat at all. I think their main worries are gonna come from. Apparently, the, the Jazz are the best team in the. In yeah, the West apparently right now. the Jazz are like insane. I guess we can switch into the talk about the Jazz now. We looked up the uh, CBS Sports NBA Power Rankings, and they have Jazz at, the Jazz at number one, which is might be the most boring team in the NBA. I I want to let this. I want to before I really call the Jazz frauds. I want to see like maybe a few more games, but they might yeah. fraud watch. Let's put the Jazz fraud, on fraud watch. watch. Fraud watch might not be the best team in the NBA. Yeah, CBS Sports. Who is who wrote this article? Is it a collaboration? Colin Ward Henninger. Yeah, listen, Colin. <laughs> yeah, Colin, if you're listening to this, you better you better be right because we're yeah. putting Jazz on fraud watch. We are. You're both, so fraud I, watch. I couldn't tell you a Jazz player like. Ten minutes ago, before I looked up the roster, because I like, Donovan Mid, I can yeah, name Rudy probably Gobert a good bit just because like I know a lot of useless sports knowledge. I don't know a lot of useless. I know a lot of useless useless football knowledge, like yeah. from like the mid two thousands and stuff. But like, you when, can ask when my you talk dad. About, I know a lot of useless sports knowledge. He has you, to listen to all of it. <laughs> when you talk about twenty twenty one NBA players, like my 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 team, the Spurs, yeah, peaked when I was like twelve. Yeah, they they kind of like aren't aren't like, very cool anymore. Yeah, well, they were never really cool to like anyone that wasn't. Yeah, but I mean, they were winning championships, so. Yeah, they're not really as relevant as they used to be, um, because of Zaza. I think Zaza really ruined everything for the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, Zaza really just kind of crushed your dynasty uh, that you had for like fifteen years, and yeah, then I he mean, just Tim injured Duncan Kawhi's leg, and then that was it. Kawhi said, "I'm done." Yeah, I mean, I don't really like. I love San Antonio. I, like I said, I lived there for like five years. But if you're like an NBA player, San Antonio is not like a destination you want to live. Like, yeah, it, no. it's a great city because that's the only pro sports team that's there. Like, you're gonna be loved. Yeah. But, like, it's hot. Like, it's really hot. the The weather's not the best. And it's just like, I mean, you have so like, there's not a lot to like. There's a lot to do, but there's really not. It's kind of like, kinda like uh, Matthew Stafford, how he didn't want to go to the Patriots because he didn't really want to do like the Belichick way and like wake up at like two a.m. and like go yeah. and then just like eat like cornflakes and like have like <laughs> no like flavored cereal because they're boring up there in New England. I think that's the same thing. Like it would be they probably wouldn't mind San Antonio that much, but they know if they go there, like Greg Popovich is gonna be pretty strict. They're gonna be like a pretty 
disciplined. They're disciplined. Yeah, they're going to be real disciplined, do the fundamentals. Like, you're, they're not going to tolerate you. Well, it worked. It worked, but what I'm saying is, like, if a guy doesn't isn't buying into that, then it's not. he's not going to have a very good time in San Antonio. Yeah, which... Which you need uh, to be, you need I, to buy in. If yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, so I, think I mean, that's, if I was a high level, elite level basketball player in the NBA, obviously, and I was a free agent and I was looking at San Antonio, maybe they're going to pay me like a a max contract. But then you see, like, I don't know the yeah. But then like the Heat offer you a max. Contract. Yeah, the Heat. We would yeah. rather live in Miami or San Antonio. Yeah, Miami. It's a bigger market. You, yeah, you can, no state income tax bigger, in Florida. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's income tax in Texas either. But there's high property tax. I don't know. That's don't more know. for my parents. They'd understand if they're listening. Yeah. They, they'll probably text me in a couple minutes. Knows <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, I'd much rather live in – this is very sidetracked, but I'd much rather live in Miami. Oh, like, yeah, 100%. If if I had no relations to San yeah. Antonio. Also, another thing in basketball that's not really – that's not the NBA but college. Ohio State uh, men's basketball played Michigan – um, one of the best college basketball yeah, one games. Yeah, one of probably. The, I, I missed that one too. I think course. it's probably one of the best college basketball games in the past like five years for sure. And then, but so basically, the reason why it's a big deal wouldn't be a big deal, but Michigan is ranked number three and Ohio State is ranked number four. And they're both projected to be number one seeds when March Madness and uh, the tournament comes around. So just imagine like a, like a final four matchup of. Michigan versus Ohio State. That would be absolutely insane. That for, would be for the Big Ten, crazy. for the Big Ten conference. I mean, that would kind of you know be t- disappointing for the SEC because I don't, I don't really, especially from Auburn's point of point of view, like Alabama is probably going to win the SEC championship. Yeah, same with and yeah. Like, Michigan ended up winning recruiting wise. Against. That's not that's not going to be fun for us. Yeah. Michigan did win the uh, the game. By the way, yeah, we yeah. don't we have to talk about that though. Yeah, Egan, I'm huge a Ohio guy. Diehard Ohio State Buckeyes fan. We only lost by five. Michigan also uh, beat y'all in women's so basketball. Good, good. I don't and care. Hockey, uh, so like, they can. But I, I still think Michigan fans would trade all three yeah, of those. For yeah, one enjoy, win. enjoy <laughs> these games. Enjoy these games because next fall Ohio State is going to demolish the Michigan Wolverines in football yet again. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, take a screenshot. Remember this moment. Um, because this is going to be the only win to Ohio State for a long time. Yeah, well, it is uh, 9-15, so we have to uh, do our, you know, our yeah. PSAs, our commercials. You know who the PSAs. Yeah, so uh, we'll be right back. All right, we're back. We're going to switch gears now. Enough of the basketball talk. We're going straight into NASCAR, baby, diving right back in. Last week, we previewed uh, the Daytona Road Course a little bit, and I think, did I pick the winner? I'm pretty sure I picked the winner, did I? Yeah, you did pick the winner. <sighs> I, I Egan mean, knows driving. I, 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 knew, knows I driving. knew I picked the winner. I just wanted Riley to tell, <laughs> tell me again that I picked the winner. So, yeah, Christopher Bell won, and he was my pick uh, to win. And Episode so, yeah. One. So, basically, so if you didn't know, the NASCAR playoffs, the way it works is if you win – if you win a, a race during the regular season, I guess you could call it, you're automatically locked into one of the spots in the playoffs. So there's 40 drivers and there's 16 spots in the playoffs. So Michael McDowell won the first race of the year and Christopher Bell now won the second race of the year. So now both of those people are now locked in to the NASCAR playoffs. Which, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but like, oh, yeah, which good. I don't think 
either of them would have made the playoffs if they didn't oh, win the races. Okay, I can say 100% Michael McDowell would not have made the playoffs. He's never had in his life. And I'm not sure where he finished last year in the points, but I'm going to go with it was nowhere close to 16. <laughs> and so, yeah, he's going to make it when he probably shouldn't deserve it. Christopher Bell, I don't know. He He's in a Joe Gibbs car, which is like... Joe yeah. Gibbs is normally pretty good. And his grandson, I think his name's Ty Gibbs, he won the yeah, Xfinity Yeah, he won the Xfinity race. That was cool to watch. Yeah. yeah, if you guys want to shed a tear, go look up uh, when they interviewed Joe Gibbs after his grandson won his first uh, Xfinity race. And if you've it's heard pretty the, touching. If you're not a NASCAR fan and you, you've heard the name Joe Gibbs, he was the legendary Washington football team slash, yeah. uh, you know, I, yeah, I don't want to go there. The Washington R-Words. Yeah, the R-Words uh, head coach when they won all those Super Bowls and stuff back in the yeah, day. Yeah, they won. We, what do you won, two, right? That was before I was alive. Long before we yeah. were alive. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he owns so, a NASCAR team. And his, yeah, uh, now he owns a NASCAR race. team. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so... I think Christopher Bell might have made it, but still, that makes it that brings him down from 16 spots. Now there's only 14 spots, and so now, and this is at the beginning of the year. This is literally the first two races of the year. This is the earliest this is, could have possibly happened, and so now I think the rest of the field is kind of screwed. We're not screwed, but you know, you know what I mean. There's 14 spots now instead of 16. Each spot is a lot more valuable. And so if you're one of those drivers who you expected to finish anywhere from like 12th to 20th in that range, if you knew you weren't a top contender and you knew you're not like a backmarker guy, this puts a lot of pressure on you now for the entire rest of the season because there's, yeah, because now Michael McDowell is going to be the reason why you potentially don't make the playoffs. Yeah, I, I all I hope for is that my pick for... The getting their first one of their career gets in Bubba. Oh, Wallace. Bubba! Uh, he'll, he'll. I think he will. I, I think he will too. I mean, he's he's under a new team. You know, Michael Jordan's team. I just I think don't th- see. I think yeah, gonna, I think they're gonna push Michael Jordan teams. Michael Jordan's team pretty hard. Like, I think they're gonna have a good car. I think. Yeah, I just. I, I think they. Uh, oh my bad. Go ahead. I I just I can't see him not winning at least one race out of. However many races. Are I think there's like 36. Yeah, 36. You got 36 shots you know, yeah. to win a race, and I think I think you will. I mean, I think and when they interviewed uh, Michael Jordan, like uh, before the Daytona 500, he said he wasn't in this to lose, which obviously that makes sense. I don't see Michael Jordan being able to do anything. Yeah, I without... think he will get in the car. Oh yeah, yeah. I think if it, if it gets down to like midway through the season and Bubba Wallace just isn't getting it done, I think Michael Jordan's gonna figure out a way to become the best NASCAR driver like of all time. I agree. Like yeah, I, we've all watched the last. It'd be hard season. to fit him in the car, but he'll figure out a way. <laughs> he's massive, dude. He he's like deceiving. Like I bet he's super, Like he's what six six. Yeah. So like in person, he's probably like for us. We're both. Yeah. I'm six two. You're. I don't I'm know. like five ten, five so eleven like, on a good day. We'll so go with six foot for the show. And <laughs> <laughs> <In> shoes. <laughs> yeah. He's obviously super tall in real life, but on TV and stuff, like he just looks like one of us out there, you know. And yeah. I, all basketball players, except like centers and powerful words and LeBron. Yeah. I also have a, I have a strong opinion on centers and how I think they shouldn't be like considered like in a best of all time but we'll say that for another day yeah i, I don't even i haven't even heard this argument yet so they didn't have they don't have to try as hard man they're seven feet tall <laughs> yeah, yeah but so basically and chase elliott that save 
Oh my it. god, that See, was I didn't, insane. I didn't get to watch all the race. I got really I was really busy this weekend, as you can tell. I didn't get to watch a lot of sports. Um but I even Yeah, homework sucks. Yeah, college is I'm it's busy. It's very busy. A lot of busy work with the online class and stuff these days. Yeah. But uh Egan sent me the uh a clip on Instagram of Chase Elliott and that save, man. And that was Dude, that was insane. insane. Okay, so basically he got sent off like wide off the turn and then he was just he was like sliding left, sliding right, and he went back and forth like four times and almost saved it. And you're gonna see like his white gloves like through the dash, just going back and forth on the <laughs> steering wheel. It's kind, it's sick. Yeah, I though NASCAR drivers don't really get the respect they deserve for being able to um, drive cars like that. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, I don't blame like the driving media, like the racing media, for not liking yeah. NASCAR. It's kind of hard to get into if you didn't grow up around it, but it's still. It, they they just don't get the respect they they deserve for driving on those road courses, man. And there there's a lot more road yeah. courses this year. And I'm personally like I didn't grow up watching the road courses a lot, so mm-hmm. I'm not the biggest fan like you are. You love them, yeah. And I think maybe next year they can make a little bit more like more more modifications to the car, maybe so they yeah. do better. Like they do better. They handle better on better. the <laughs> on the on the road course. But yeah. um, I don't know. It's it's gonna be a really fun year for NASCAR in general. Like I think the pa- so too. The, the past two races have been very entertaining, um, for what I've seen of mm-hmm. them. And coming from uh like an outsider, like not a big NASCAR fan, I'm I'm excited. I'm I just can't wait for that Bristol dirt track race. Yeah. That I'm so that's excited. gonna be amazing. That's gonna be my favorite race of the year, probably. Yeah, I, I like how big. I think NASCAR has been growing a good bit too. I think they're recovering. I think they were huge before we were live. And oh yeah, yeah, for then, sure. And then some stuff has happened, but I think the a younger generation, <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah, some stuff happened. You know, their best driver died. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but I think they're recovering. It took a while. It definitely took a while because it kind of. Like when I really was watching NASCAR, it was probably like everyone's yeah. least favorite time to watch. I'm NASCAR. trying to think too, like when it kind of went from being super popular to not as popular. But like I can't really remember because we were like five years old. Yeah, I mean that's more of a, a question for like our parents and stuff. Cause yeah, my, my parents love NASCAR. NASCAR was like huge in the '90s and yeah. early 2000s. Maybe they should bring Dodge back. Maybe that'll help. Maybe yeah. Because I I kind of I don't really care about the NASCAR teams so much. Like obviously it's entertaining, but. Yeah. I'm more of like a car brand guy. Like I kind of want like a Toyota or Chevy to win. I'm not a big Ford guy. And I want another option, you know, like Ford, another option. Ford, that Ford that's brand. what I was saying. Imagine if you had like like foreign cars coming into Yeah. Imagine if they made like a Honda Civic NASCAR. Uh, oh yeah, there I, I like drive that. a Civic by the way. <laughs> I don't like that. Um I think maybe if like I don't think this will ever happen cuz Porsche NASCAR. Yeah. That'd yeah, be that's BMW exactly NASCAR. That'd be sick. Just add more car brands. I think that would be awesome. And another thing NASCAR can maybe look into, this is hypothetical, but um, maybe like an actual stock car race. Like maybe just one a year. What do you mean an actual stock car like, race? Like no modifications, just a car you can go. And that's stock? Buy. Yeah, you can just go buy at the dealership. I don't think that's what stock car means in stock car. Yeah, I, I know, okay. but like a, like a car that is... Literally nothing stock. has been yeah stock. Nothing you, they probably do. They the probably do that at like like some like dirt tracks out in like Coleman, Alabama. Or <laughs> yeah, like uh, Ohachi, Alabama, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, 
No offense to the people that live yeah. there. If you're but anyways, listening. we're gonna switch over and talk about. Uh, there's a PGA tournament this week. So we only have a, we only got a couple minutes left, so we have to go to PSAs again. Uh, but yeah, so the Riviera, and uh, uh, I'll let Riley talk a little bit about this because you you said you like have kind of a connection to the guy who won, right? Yeah. So uh, Max Homa, I I personally don't know him, but I uh, I'm be a, a lot cooler f- if he did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he uh, he's on. He went on one of the podcasts I listened to. Uh, yeah, and so. I, if you go on that podcast, I kind of just automatically am kind of a fan of you. And uh, this was his second win ever in his PGA career. He's he's a he's a new he's new on the tour, and he's from LA in the Riviera Country Club. Obviously, that's in that LA area, so it was like his home course. And it was that that final round was intense. I mean, he missed a three. Max Homa missed a three foot oh my putt God, on eighteen to yeah. get a so to basically the yeah he was oh. winning. He was winning and he almost lost it. Which is like ridiculous. it's almost like he he almost lost it like three times and yeah. then ended up winning. So like the, and he won because Tony Finau. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure on that pronunciation. Finau maybe. Finau Finau something. I don't know. He's in the PGA game I play though. But uh, he also missed a easy putt in the playoff. Yeah, I don't know if it was easy, <laughs> but no no putts easy for us. Me and Egan, we are not the best at the short game, but. Uh, easy for them, maybe. Uh, he missed it, and you know that he missed out on. Yeah, I'm just gonna uh, million, say though, seven hundred thousand dollars that Max Homer won. I'm not gonna lie though, like this is probably just like me being a dumb fan. But like, if you're on the tour and like you make a ba- like, and I'm watching and you make a bad shot, you're just not allowed to do that. Like, you just have to make a good shot every time because you're on the tour. You you can't make a bad shot. Yeah, I uh, I mean I know what you're saying like. You know how much money it takes to get on the tour, how much training and stuff. Yeah, I know. And but you, like when I see a into the water, when on, I see that's, a guy that's like for us to do. Yeah, when I see a guy like screw one up and hit it like into the trees or something like that. Like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? You're on the PJ tour. Don't do that. You cannot I just you can't do that if you're on the tour to me. Yeah. It's like kind of like an NBA player missing a free throw. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, Which everyone's uh, everyone's games. probably like who knows anything about golf or like plays golf competitively is probably like yelling shut up right now because yeah. we don't know anything but i'm just as a fan i don't want to see you hit it into the tree so don't do that yeah maybe they should nah never mind, never mind. but i i agree with you if you're on the tour like you're living my dream of being on the tour so please just for for me yeah if you miss a bad shot you should have to i don't want to see myself to, like, in your game do like a redemption like crazy shot or something or like i heard this on a youtube video maybe if you hit into the water they can't use that club for the rest of the day yeah, you 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 have to like take one shoe off, play with one shoe for the rest of the day. Ooh, something like that. That's uh, that's out of the box. I kind of you like got a happy you have to happy go Gilmore every time from that. Yeah, on. instead of like a a one stroke penalty, maybe just take yeah like take the club away, take a shoe off. Yeah, uh, blindfold him. Blind nah, for a hole. Nah, that nah. would not work. Yeah, no, I wouldn't like that very much. Um, but yeah, he uh, Max Homa won like. A million seven hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, something like just that. a cool just, million. I think he. I think like last year, he, all he made was like thirteen thousand just from the tour, which is that's a substantial. Yeah, growth. he's already <laughs> doing a lot better than last yeah. year. Uh, I think uh, there's a great uh, return. I couldn't imagine like having money on Max Homa and that, and he him missing that, uh, the missing that putt on the eight, three yeah. foot putt. And on the, the guy. Sam Burns, I think that's his name. Sam Burns, who was in, he was like in the lead. Yeah, he was in the lead, like he was in the lead the entire 
tournament pretty much. And then on the back nine of the last day, just fell apart and hit like a couple bogeys. But like we don't care, Sam Burns, because you went to LSU, so you kind of deserve. Uh, it. <laughs> yeah. If you went to Auburn, you would have you would have won. Yeah. But you went to LSU, yeah, so at the Auburn that's what Club. happened. All right, well we got a uh, we got another PSA break, but we'll be back for yep. the break, and uh, we'll be right back. Yeah. Yo yo yo, we are back. I was a little too back energetic again. there. No, Sorry, man, guys. It's nine thirty, man. You yeah, it's nine thirty. Up. Wake up, like, Woo! like Robin Williams and uh, what is it? Uh, reason it's like some radio guy in Vietnam. He's like, oh, zero six hundred hours Good is morning, uh, zeros man. for oh, it's two or oh, it was, oh. And I said zero. I messed it up. Oh, oh, I haven't well, watched the movie. Anyways, I guess. Anyways, we'll get back to it. we're gonna talk about some Auburn recruiting because uh, we actually have been doing pretty well in that. Yeah, we have actually. We to, uh, are uh, to some demise or to some people's demise. Well, we think we're haters. doing well, but compared to like the people we have to play in the SEC, we are not. We are doing horrible. Yeah, but do they have JHS? Who's JHS? The stadium dog. Oh, Jordan Hare. Oh, sorry. Jordan Hare, bro. Do you forget about here? that? Do you go here? Maybe. <laughs> An Ohio State fan, man. It's okay. Fair enough. Well, they uh, they signed a four star recruit, uh, outside linebacker slash the end. Dylan Brooks. He's from uh, down the road from here, actually. He's from uh, Roanoke, Alabama. Shout he was out originally Dylan he was originally committed to uh, Tennessee, and then you know that disaster happened. So, uh, you know. oh yeah, he was going through McDonald's one too yeah. many times, <laughs> yeah. and they caught him. <laughs> I don't know about him, but a lot of some Tennessee guys did. Which that whole situation, man, I feel bad for Tennessee. Imagine our friend Bailey, like, our friend Bailey, that texted us. I feel bad for him. He's a Tennessee. Imagine fan. if you were like. Just went to McDonald's in Tennessee, and they mistake they mistook you as a football player, and you just got your Big Mac and like ten grand in cash in the bag. <laughs> That'd be sick. That would be like that would be. <laughs> I couldn't imagine, dude. Yeah, go to cookout. <laughs> go to cookout here in Opelika, and you get a cheeseburger tray, cheese bites, fries, ten grand. Oh man, I get the great the chicken quesadilla tray with the cheese bites and chicken nuggets, bro. Put you on. Do they always? They always. They never give me enough chicken nuggets. They give me like three. And yeah, they, I get three. They say it's supposed to be five, and they give me three. Yeah. I, so cookout, if you're listening, you better give me like six next time. Yeah. But anyways, I'm so I'm looking at two four twenty four seven sports here, and nationally, Auburn is ranked twenty currently. And we are ranked eighth in the SEC. Yeah, well, we also got a transfer, a grad transfer, I think, from uh, West Virginia. His name is uh, Dreshawn Miller, and mm-hmm. uh, he's a cornerback, which, you know, we can always take more of those. Um, and he was one of the best in the nation last year. I don't, I don't know the stats. I didn't really – there's a lot of different stats for DBs and stuff that, like, I mean, I understand, but it's kind of boring for the show. So I'm just yeah. going to say he's one of the best in the nation, and he goes to Auburn, so, like, I'm just going to be biased yeah. anyways. Um, but yeah, we are, yeah, like you said, eighth in the SEC, which isn't great, you know, but you know, we have a first year coach can I see who else and he can recruit, team? obviously he can recruit. That's what everyone was saying when he got hired. Oh, he don't, he don't know the South. He don't know the South. He can't recruit these Southern boys. Come play with us. You know, Alabama's going to out recruit us, Georgia. No, he can recruit, man. Um, he, obviously, I think, I think he can. We, we got a good coaching staff around us. I'm really excited for the future. I'm, I'm looking really, at uh, Alabama's recruiting uh, class. Yeah, they right have now. the best recruiting class of all time. Okay, cool. They have uh, the best coach of all time. It, it, duh. They're, they just it makes us look yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, it. I mean, Dude, I just don't know what he, like. How do you here. stop that? Like when you've been recruiting, like when you're Alabama and Ohio State and places like that, and you've been re- top three in recruiting for the past twenty years. How do you how do you just slow that down and compete with them? Uh, NCAA violations. That can help. Yeah, I think uh, I think the NCAA, 
like they're just gonna have to make rules. Yeah, no, I mean, a lot of people say that college football is like ruined and stuff like that. I don't know if it's necessarily ruined. I think we just had one bad year because of COVID. Yeah. You know, we didn't really have that full experience. So I don't think college football is ruined, but like for an Auburn's from an Auburn fans po- uh, point of view, it it sucks right now. It's it's not fun. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, Brian Harris has got a lot of work to do. Yeah, I mean, Auburn is. I've heard this before, and I agree. It's pound for pound the hardest job in the nation. I mean, we have to play Alabama and Georgia. Yeah. Every year. I and, think being and, um, like maybe being the president of the United States might be harder, but yeah, Auburn football coach. I'm talking about. There. I'm talking. Yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, I mean, it's to be expected. I, I I know Coach Harson knows he he knows what he got himself into. I hope so. And we have the coaching staff. I think to do pretty well. I don't know how we're gonna do year one. Uh, we're gonna have a whole college football prediction down the line. Uh, yeah. I want to have a lot of time for that because I'm I'm college football is probably my favorite sport. I I love it so much. I've loved it since I was a kid, like many of us have. Mm-hmm. Um, so if y'all uh, care for our opinions, we'll be having we'll be having a prediction oh, show yeah. on that. Oh yeah, it's um, coming up. But, but uh, I, yeah, just one last thing. I want to say that that uh, West Virginia transfer, he was also a four star in high school. Heck yeah. So also one of the uh, guys we have who is already at Auburn. Um, semester early, Demetrius Davis. He's a dual threat quarterback from Houston, Texas. Went to North, North Shore, five ten and a half, two hundred pounds. He's he's ranked uh number eight at his position, the eighth ranked quarterback. But he has won. Was he six A or seven A? Uh, it's six A. They so they have like I I went to high school in Texas for a year, and my school is a six A D one. I'm pretty sure. And D1's like the bigger schools, and then D2 is kind of like the smaller schools, yeah. but they're all 6A. Mm-hmm. But there's two different state champions. It's kind of confusing. I'm look up what he was. But uh, yeah, he won what? Two? Yeah, two he won two championship titles. Two, and the hardest, six I would say, the hardest division in all of high school football. And I mean, probably it, one of the hardest states besides California. I think Texas is more, I, I think California might have. <laughs> um, you know, bigger teams, but yeah, they also have like the private schools and stuff. And Texas, these six A schools, they're all public schools. Yeah, so he's. And I don't know. I think I think Texas is the yeah. biggest. So if you he's he's quarterback and he's won two championships in Texas, which basically means he knows how to win and he's pretty probably pretty good. He's I'd pre- say he's probably pretty good if yeah. you win two championships in high school. So Bo Nix is. I think also new coach. Harzen didn't recruit Bo Nix. He has no relationship to Bo Nix except for he was hired and he's the quarterback of the team he's given. And so basically I think that it's going to be pretty interesting. I do too. I I mean, I hope the best man wins the job. Yeah. I, I, I care more about the team than individual players in this situation. I, I just hope everything is, you know, fair and it's really judged based off like who fits best for the team. And yeah. I don't want any outside politics or anything like that. I don't really know much about that. I didn't, Hand up. I did not grow up an Auburn fan, but I'm now a huge Auburn fan now that yeah. I go here. But uh, I hope the best man wins, and uh, I think it's going to be interesting. I think if uh, Bo Nix wins, I think the competition, th- I think that'll make him a better quarterback. And I think uh, a lot of people have written him off already, and I, yeah. I disagree. I think he still has the talent, obviously. I mean, he mm-hmm. was one of the best quarterbacks coming out of high school. And that freshman year, I mean, statistically, it wasn't like, you know, out of this world – great but i still think like he still has the talent there i think i think with this new coaching so. staff and stuff I, th- I think that he'll do pretty well and i think tank is gonna have a huge year he's insane he's but also he's so good 
guess we're going to switch over to NFL now. And Carson Wentz was traded to the Indianapolis Colts. Very it seems like a while, but it did happen after our last show. So we're going to yeah. talk about it on this show. Yeah. And it's off to an amazing start. There was <laughs> a story that came out today. So Carson Wentz wore number 11 on the Eagles, and Michael Pittman Jr. wears number 11 on the Colts. And Michael Pittman Jr. said, I don't care who you are. You could be God, and I'm still keeping number 11. And so basically, yeah, he said, Carson Wentz, you're not getting number 11 when normally the player is always like, yeah, come, you can have the number. Like Chris Godwin was just gonna give Brady twelve. Like wasn't even gonna think about well, that, it. Don't don't compare Wentz to Brady here. I mean, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like it's I, normally I they just get like like LeBron when they signed AD was gonna give up twenty three for him, but AD took three instead. And but so basically, yeah, this is going off to a great start in New England. I mean, in Indianapolis. Yeah, I mean, I saw a tweet. It was like uh, if Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz can't lose the locker room if he never had it. Yeah, it looks just, like yeah, Michael Bimmon Jr. just setting the tone now. Carson, you come into work and that's it. <laughs> and you wear the number that I tell you to wear. What number do you think he's gonna wear? <sighs> One? Um, probably twelve. Uh twelve is like a quarterback number. Yeah, I mean obviously, but It'd be real cool if you he did like double zero or something. Yeah, that'd be sick. Is that, can you do that in NFL? I know you can in college. I don't know, but double zeros would—that's a Carson Wentz number yeah. too. He, I think he's gonna have like a a weird number, like maybe I'm not saying maybe like a seventeen number. or something. Ooh, Philip Rivers. I could see him be like a seventeen. Seventeen, maybe a nine. Maybe a nine. Uh, is there what quarterback is nine? Nick Breeze. Foles? Yeah, Breeze is nine, but you, know, you could do like a. You know, I feel about Drew Breeze. I like Drew Brees. He's a nice guy. I think he's a nice guy. Just, he's a cool guy. Nice guy. Uh, I just think... Uh, yeah, but I think... Yeah, I don't want to say that on there. But, I mean, if you think about if you're Deshaun Watson right now. Like, you oh. would just... Like, you've been asking for a trade. You hate your life. They... You're, like... The Texans traded away all your weapons, and... Texas is frozen right now. It's frozen right <laughs> now. You're watching all these quarterbacks get moved around, and you're just sitting there, and and you're not. Yeah, you're just still you're still in the frozen tundra of Texas. Yeah. I don't know if it actually snowed in Houston or not, but my friends in San Antonio like it, no. He does not want to play there. He wants to leave so bad, and they are just refusing to trade him. Yeah, I mean, that's, I don't know. That's, so that's like I just don't see that ending well at all. Me either. I, uh, I even just, if he agrees to like come back, I just don't. Yeah, I don't see that working out. Not, yeah, I think he's probably kind of lost the locker room is that might be an understatement but i don't know if he's lost the locker room he just i don't like, think he can just come back in there he and hates the same guy. he hates like the front office yeah he's which just, he is not happy fair, with the front office deshaun watson does not like them i don't blame him no me neither there's they're kind of not smart they've set him up for failure and he they has had a huge opportunity yeah. to be one of the best quarterbacks i don't maybe ever maybe they ever, had but, top three receiver and they traded him for like a top 15 running back. David Johnson is like Dalvin Cook, Zeke, Christian McCaffrey, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Those are all better than David Johnson. Chris Carson. Chris Carson. Like, there's so many people I just, like, everyone I just named are all better than, uh, all much, much better than David Johnson. And Duke Johnson better than David Johnson, who's also on the same team? Probably. He's He's not even the best D Johnson on his team. Yeah, it's very confusing watching Texans games. Yeah, Duke. they got Duke Johnson and David Johnson, so there's two D Johnsons, and he's not even the best D Johnson on his team. Yeah. Yeah, that trade, 
I wish we had this show when that happened, man. That would have been like Bill. Like what? <sighs> what could Bill O'Brien have been thinking? That was DeAndre not the Hopkins way. for David Johnson. That was not the Patriot way. That is. Oh my god. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I I don't know, man. That was like Bill. What, <laughs> that's still. I, if, I don't if you go that if you day, go into Madden, pass. if you go into Madden and try to make the trade, it's like there's so there's a trade meter in Madden, and it shows if it's if you got a lot in the trade meter, if it fills up a lot, that means you're close to making the trade. If it doesn't, it means they're not you're not you're not close at all. If you tried to trade the Bill my Brian made in Madden, like uh, from the Cardinals' perspective, trying to get DeAndre Hopkins, like there's no way. The yeah. trade meter moves maybe a millimeter on the screen. Yeah, no, I don't know if it even moves. No, yeah, they. I think Madden will kick you out and be like, you have to rewatch a couple football games, come back for <laughs> so you know how to play. Uh, I that might be the like worst trade of our lives, like in our lifetime that yeah. we've ever seen. Maybe besides like ship like shipping like Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce to the Nets. Well, like NFL wise. NFL wise, yeah, it's really yeah, bad. That Nets trade is bad. Yeah, Bill O'Brien, you should probably never have a job again. Uh, at least not in a front office position. No, nah, you can be like a running backs coach, but you can't ever be a GM ever again. Yeah. Uh, I think he's actually got a job with Alabama looking at it. It's he actually, does, actually. I think yeah. he's the defensive coordinator. All right, it is actually uh, 945, so... Uh, not again, man. Yeah, not again. This is our last one. This is our last break. Last one. And then, uh, we'll be right back. We'll be back. All right, we're back. Yeah. Woo! And we're better than ever. We are. Just checked Twitter for the first time. Just went to the bathroom. Hours. I'm feeling light. I'm feeling ready. Wow. For our top six QBs. Uh, yeah, I hope y'all are ready. All right, uh, so Mr. Colin Cowherd, a.k.a. the most not smart person on the radio today, uh, <laughs> released his top six QBs today. And it, I didn't I didn't really disagree with the list that bad, but, he w- but it was a really bad list. And so we're going to fix it and give you our list because Colin Coward doesn't know what he's talking about. But yeah. Egan and Riley do. Definitely. Uh, we are definitely professional journalists, and we definitely know what we're talking about. Yeah, well, I mean, I've covered for sure. football for like 25 years, so I know yeah, pretty good. I had a show on ESPN once. Yeah, like I've been around the game for a while. So. Yeah, I'm. in all seriousness, I'm not really the biggest Colin Coward fan. So. Uh, well, he hates LeBron, list. so I hate him. Uh, well, I I can I don't hate LeBron, but he's the best player of all time. He's we are not talking about that right he now. He is. He I, I don't no. care. He is. Nope. Disavow. Yep. 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 Disavow. Yep. Let's get to our list. All right. So let, let actually let, first. let I'm gonna say uh, Coward's list first. So he has Mahomes at one, Brady at two, Rogers at three, Aaron Rodgers. That is. I don't know if there's any other Rodgers at a quarterbacks, but he has a uh, Chris Russ- Rogers. I just made him up. It's not yeah, a person. Okay. Uh, Russell Wilson at four, and Josh Allen at five, and Deshaun Watson at six. So I'll go first. Uh, I have Mahomes at one. I think he's just awesome. Uh, I think he's fun to watch. I got uh, Aaron Rodgers at two. He's also awesome, fun to watch, except I don't really – I'm not really a fan of the team he plays on. So, yeah, that that kind of is upsetting. But uh, I got my favorite player of all time, my favorite athlete of all time, uh, Tom Brady at three. Old TB12. I uh, I don't think I obviously don't think he's uh, you know, at the level he used to be when I was growing up, but he's still at a very high level in winning Super Bowls. So I'm putting. He's a Florida I'm, man now. I see him at the parade. He was hammered. Yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> it's great to see. Huge for the program. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I just 
he's the goat for sure. I just don't think he's oh, the best yeah. quarterback playing right now. Um, I got. I actually have Josh Allen at four, my favorite quarterback to watch right now, my fantasy hero. Won me my first ever fantasy league this year. If you want to see something funny, go look up old Josh Allen tweets when he was like in high school. Yeah, they are very funny. Yeah, they're pretty funny. I don't think I can say them right now, like yeah, on air. But yeah, if you're uh, if you're over the age of eighteen and think some stuff, some some old tweets are funny, they're there. Um, I got Lamar Jackson at five, uh, basically. Because of the run against the Titans, dude, he's like I don't know. Like, I think he's the fifth. I, I, I don't know. This is definitely biased, uh, for sure. Because I really like Lamar Jackson. He's yeah my second favorite player to watch. You got six. Uh, at six, I got Russell Wilson. Oh, uh, because okay. whenever he throws a very long pass, it just is so fun to watch. It goes up so high. It like and it flies just floats, really far. It yeah. just floats so like perfect. It's like, like watching a bird. It is. It's, it's like you see the football, and it's like it's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's, almost, it's, it's, almost, it's almost beautiful to watch him throw. Like, not him, but like the so ball. It's just relaxed. Yeah, it's... It, I just want to like not, sit on a beach and watch football fly through the air. Yeah, it's it's almost it's almost not real how how high the ball goes and how it's like a tight spiral. It floats. Perfectly. I think I could do it. I definitely can't. My shoulder will just... I got it. I can do it. All right, so what's your list? My list... Brady at number one because he has seven Super Bowls and he wins on every team he goes to. I think that's all I got to say. Number two is Patrick Mahomes because he's probably the best at just, like, being a quarterback. But Tom Brady did beat him, so that's why Brady's number one. And then number three, I have Aaron Rodgers. Number four, I have Josh Allen. I think we have the same list pretty much right now besides the front two. And then at number five, I have Russell Wilson instead of – uh, Lamar Jackson. And then at number six, I don't even have Lamar Jackson either. I have Deshaun Watson. Um, I think Lamar Jackson is very good at running, but I think after once he hits, I think like, he's like, what is he, like 24, 25? So he's still like extremely athletic, still young in his prime, but as soon as he gets like a little bit older and he's just like not even, like he can still be like super fast, but if as soon as, once he gets just a step slower, it's going to make the world a difference. Because right now he can run away from, like, literally any defender on the field. But just imagine in, like, a couple of years when he gets a little older and he just and everyone just kind of moves up to just as fast as him. Or eventually when there's young guys out there who are faster than him, I think that he'll be a lot worse when he can't do that. I, I think he'll evolve. I think he will evolve as a quarterback by then, though. I hope so. Because he has an arm, too. I hope so. I, I think that's his only option if he doesn't. Um. I just hope he stays yeah. healthy, man. I just I hope the best for Lamar. But basically, playing, so, playing the way he plays quarterback is very, very risky. So yeah. So basically, we didn't. So Colin Coward released his list, which was Mahomes, Brady, Rogers, Wilson, Allen, Watson, which we didn't really disagree with that much. But we, uh, he released his second tier of quarterbacks list, or basically his seven through thirteen or seven through twelve list. And it was it. Was, I don't think he watches football at all because this is not his second list. Was yeah, his second list was Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, Matt Ryan, and Kyler Murray. How is Matt Stafford not on that? I just what I why is Justin Herbert the eighth best quarterback in the league after one year? 
Matt where Ryan, he, Matt, I think it should go if <laughs> if there was like a top ten. I think Matt Ryan's in the top ten. Colin Coward, why are you smoking, dude? Like you, yeah. you cannot. No, Derek Carr is Derek not good. Carr, really? Justin Herbert played one year in the NFL and he won like four games last year. Yeah, he was really good, but he won four games. He didn't do anything. Jimmy Garoppolo also did he even play last year. He's like injured all the time. The only thing everyone always talks about how pretty he looks, but no, not how good he is at football. He's going on, uh, he goes on dates with like adult actresses because I can't say the word. But um, so yeah, he does all that. He does everything to be make the news except for play good play football, football to make or, the news. Yeah, playing good. Football. Yeah, he makes the news on TMZ instead of like ESPN top ten. So Derek Carr not good, Jimmy G not good, Matt Ryan, he's just he's good, but I just think there's players better than him. Uh, yeah, I can, I can agree with that, but I think he's in the top ten for sure. I mean, he really gets a bad rap for obvious reasons, um, but he's I just still think statistically that... like a a top ten quarterback and one of the top, definitely top ten of our. Generation. No, I think so too. I'm just I'm Kyler more also mad about. Was... I'm more. I just don't get why. You think Kyler Murray's in the second tier, the A tier, if we're doing one of those tier list videos? You know, I, don't, I just Derek Carr and Jimmy Garoppolo are just not. Uh, those are definitely like C tier, maybe D tier. Do you win? If I if, feel like I could probably look look up like like videos of Colin Coward ripping Derek Carr in the past too. I don't know. I mean, all those big journalists on air are very um, clickbaity in real life. Almost. Yeah. So I don't. Colin Cowder called your bluff, man. You, or I figured it all out. You say one thing one week, the next week you say something else. What's the deal here, man? Yeah. One week Derek Carr sucks. The next week Derek Carr is the second tier of quarterbacks. Is he a Raiders fan? Oh, next week he's gonna. I, Colin Coward's like the Kyrie of sports announcers. Yeah, it's just yeah. like kind of a head case diva. Says stuff that everyone's all like, of them. Dude, all of them. Everyone's like. Just Colin Coward says, and he has like a lisp, like spit always, like all over his like lips. Yeah, I think the best out of slap him in the face. All those Big J, like on air personalities. I think uh, Scott Van Pelt. He's 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 a bald guy. Yeah, I think he's a good dude. His show's pretty. I like to like rub his head. The lights they have in the studio make his head look like really shiny. Yeah, I think I'd have a good conversation with uh, Scott Van Pelt. Um, who else? Who else in that world? I like Shannon Sharp. Yeah, he's he's not bad. I think I'd want to talk to him more when he was like in the NFL. You know. Yeah, that'd probably be a lot cooler. On the desk, oh, that kind of hurt. I got bad knees. Uh, Skip Bayless. I don't like any of his views. I don't like anything he has to say. But I think it would be pretty fun. Like if I ever got the chance to interview Skip Bayless, I think that'd be hilarious. I think that'd be. I think I. They make good content, just not. They make good content. content. Yeah, it's It's like they're just kind of like acting almost. Yeah. it's I, not like I tough scenes like podcast. Tell you that much. Yeah. Not like this one. Yeah, I I wish they would just say like what we do. Like I wish they would just say, yeah, we actually don't know anything about sports, but we're gonna act like we do. Yeah. Like we know we don't know anything about sports. Oh, I know. But we we know, but we we're not we're not getting paid to talk on air about sports. We're doing it because we love it and we want to you know just uh, well, get our opinions out there. I mean, Dave Portnoy and Barstool's watching. I'll take a job. Yeah, me too for sure. Um. But uh, it yeah. is nine fifty-seven. I just want to give out some shout-outs. Yeah, uh, we're almost done. I, I want to shout out uh, Arsenal Football Club. Um, that's my favorite soccer team. I'm a big soccer guy, and uh, I really miss football. And this is the only football I have left on TV. They need a win on Thursday, so if I can get some uh, football, 
hockey. I, yeah. I see what football. you did there. Football. Uh, you know, if if y'all want to just you know wish some luck to the Arsenal Football Club because we need this win. We need to win the. Who, who are you playing you know, against? We are playing against this Portuguese team called uh, Benfica. All right, Benfica fans, right, rise up. Let's go, Benfica. Beat <laughs> Arsenal. Yeah, we got we got uh, we got beat one zero by Manchester City. Um, which Shout is out be- Manchester City. They are the best team in the world right now. They are eleven and zero in the past. What about Cristiano years. Ronaldo, is he still good? Yeah, he's getting older. He plays for uh, Juventus now. That's my guy. Yeah, he's very. He, Back in like middle school, I used to get like the line in the side of my head, well, the hard part, and I thought I was Cristiano Ronaldo, but then I was like 30 pounds overweight, so I was like, <laughs> I was Cristiano, like, fat and all, though. <laughs> yeah, Egan was, uh, he was a he was a big kid back in the day. Not he anymore. He was short. That's what, you, you still had the baby fat on you. Yeah, I was short. I just, I had to outgrow it. I was just blessed with the genetics in middle school. Not really athletic genetics, but like. Tall. Tall. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to give a quick shout-out to F1. F1 is uh, getting to that time of the year again. They're revealing all their new cars. McLaren revealed their new car for 21 season last week. Uh, Alpha Tori, Tauri, however you want to say that, released their car a couple days ago, and then Alfa Romeo did today. And uh, they basically all look the same as last year's cars, but hopefully they're faster because um, I'm tired of watching Lewis Hamilton win literally every single race. Sir Lewis Hamilton now. Ooh, he was absurd. He was knighted. He was absurd. He, <laughs> <He's> <laughs> he was absurd. <laughs> I didn't know what that word. I didn't know what, uh, yeah. I didn't know what the pro- what process there was. Is uh, it still the same like you see in like Shrek where they do like the... I don't think they it's put like, that like the sword on your. They go like short on both your shoulders, then like. I don't think it's like that. Throw anymore. like wine at a boat or something. When is Monaco? When is the Monaco race? Oh, that's not for a minute. That'll be like probably. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch Monaco. First race is until, dude, but it's always they're always at like four a.m. because it's Monaco's like Monaco's not though. I don't know because they're always they're on like they're always on like the other side of the world, so they're always at like super weird times. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Is unfortunately ten o'clock. It's fun. Oh, no, yeah, I'm, sorry, uh, I'm sorry. We gotta go. Uh, uh, I, right. I hope y'all. Really I don't know what I'm gonna show. do with myself for the next week until Monday comes around. Probably watch sports. Yeah, I'm gonna do better this weekend. That sounds like a sports. good idea. I'm gonna watch more sports. Play Fortnite. I like Fortnite now. Oof. Except for Team Rumble, it's only one shot kills now, which sucks because I'm horrible at it. I need, I need the the fully automatic gun so I can just hold down the shoot button and then like just aim around like move the aim stick so i can so like when it's one shot i can't aim fast enough can't do like can't do it well might have to quit fortnite yeah stick to racing games i don't like it well we gotta go i hope y'all enjoyed catch y'all next week. week thanks for watching listening not watching Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Tough Scenes. If you're interested in more sports content, visit weglfm.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at RileyZepp and at Egan.83. I hope everyone has a great rest of the week, and I'll see you next Monday at 9 with another episode of Tough Scenes.